My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. <laughs> Everything Turkey Day. Yes. Almost. Yeah. I feel like it's ham. tomorrow, but it isn't. Some people eat ham. What? Uh, I thought it was tomorrow. I keep thinking it's yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, why do you keep thinking it's tomorrow? We still got two days. I think it's because you're going to be gone starting tomorrow. Oh, so I thought be. that's when my My Turkey Day is starting too. this afternoon. Yeah. But you can you can start your vacation early. The only problem is you're going to have to be on the air tomorrow. So yeah. don't forget that, please. And Colleen Lindstrom will be joining us. Yay! Yes. Okay, so we got into a discussion at one point in our lead up to Turkey Day about pumpkin bars. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin it all started pie? with pumpkin pie. And I said, pumpkin pie is trash. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if I remember correctly, I was correct in that assumption or in that assessment. No, I'm kidding. Um yeah, and then that led to like non pumpkin pie pumpkin desserts, right? Or was it non pie desserts generally? Anyway, it was about Thanksgiving desserts. Mm-hmm. And we had a listener call in and said her pumpkin pie bars would change my mind about pumpkin pie, right? Yes, that was Brenda who called in. Hi, Brenda. So Dawn took that on as a challenge. That's right. And Pump- we also know that Dawn loves to bake. She is the great British Bake Off uh, wannabe. That's right. Uh, who has, is never going to be. Well, you never know. Well, mostly because you're not I'm in not the British. UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would only prefer to be on that show and just keep my mouth shut while other people do fun things and be pleasant. Um, so pumpkin pie squares is what um, Brenda sent us the recipe for. I so made you got them. the recipe, you made them. Mm-hmm. Get, tell us a story. Take us on a journey because we got something sitting in front of us. Yes. Okay. So she claimed that um, she said that hers would change your mind about pumpkin pie squares. What do you think? Is it going to change my mind? I don't think so. Why? I just baked these pumpkin pie squares last night. Okay. I think that they are good if you like pumpkin pie. But I don't know if she heard the part where you said you don't like pumpkin pie. (laughs) (laughs) And, Mike, you don't like pumpkin pie either. It's It's the last. It's not that I don't like it. It's it's just just the last pie I would want. I, I, I think... Again, just to be clear, it's I said it was trash, and I just mean on the table, it's the last thing I would take. Yeah. Of the desserts that are available to me, and yeah. Mike, feel free to speak for yourself, but uh, I, I don't think we're alone okay. in that. No, you're speaking perfectly for me. Thank All right. you. All right, so I will put this up on our show links page, because if you like pumpkin pie... You're going to like this recipe. You seemed kind of, you know, this was this was weighing heavily on you today. Uh, it was, yes. Um, it doesn't include cream cheese. And when I scanned, <laughs> when I scanned the recipe, you were she mentions cream cheese. cream cheese. But she says, the, she said, in my honest opinion, this is better than the sugar cookie base crust one that you mentioned. Plus, the cream cheese frosting goes on the pumpkin bars, which are totally different from this recipe. So she talks about cream cheese. I get to the store Can't and start look looking like at that. the recipe, and I'm like, there isn't cream cheese. All right. Now, they look good. They, they smell. They look like pumpkin pie, though. I'm going to be clear. Yeah. They look like pumpkin pie. They smell like pumpkin pie. They taste like pumpkin pie. Mike, they, um, well, well, we'll get to that. But they do have, I will say, something that I love. Yes, that's what I was going to say, too. Which is pecans. Mm-hmm. And these look like they're candied pecans, which I really do love. Well, this is like if you took my favorite so tell pie me about and my this. least favorite pie and turned it into a bar. Tell me about the crust. Okay, so the crust and on I'm the gonna, bottom. Let's just eat some, Mike. Let's do it. Okay. 
The crust on the bottom is flour, quick oats, brown sugar, and butter. You pat all that down, and you smash it in. <laughs> and then the pumpkin pie stuff goes in the middle, and then on the top. It's pumpkin pie. It's pumpkin pie. Totally. Yeah. On mm-hmm. the top is um, pecans with brown sugar and butter. Um, so I thought that it was going to have more of a crust and I thought I made it wrong because it looks to be like half of what you, in my opinion, might want to have on there. I could because see where it's then going. You could create a crust. The crust that's I can see where it's on going. The top, yeah. But it isn't. It's just a sprinkling here and there. Yeah. But, I do like the, the pecans. Yeah. And I could see where the crust is going, but I'm going to just be honest. Yeah. The the filling to me, that's just pumpkin pie. Right. And I I would eat this and I would be like satisfied if this was on a turkey day table as a dessert. I would eat a piece and go, oh, that was good. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. But to me, it still tastes like pumpkin pie. Right. Yeah. Right. Mike, what do you think? It's absolutely pumpkin pie. Now, I do like that the darker layer on the top, I think, where that brown sugar is yeah. at. Mm-hmm. Like that had a nice little unique flavor, gave it a little bit of a different taste, but everything else is just the mushy pumpkin pie I'm expecting. What is it about that? Te- I think it's a texture thing, maybe. Yeah. It's probably. not the flavor. Yeah. I mean, some people just don't like the texture, and I get that. Yeah. yeah. And just the temperature and the texture and, like, where you're at, I just think of one thing, and it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with children. And <laughs> What? <laughs> what are you? Like, when they... No! Stop! That's what I think of when I think of a pumpkin pie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mike I think of a dirty ruined. diaper. I apologize. <laughs> that's just a fact. That's what I think of when I see pumpkin pie. And that's what it tastes like. Well, I don't know if that's what it tastes it like. But the, the texture is like, uh, yeah, I don't know. No, let's be clear. And It's good. This is good, and it does not taste like that. No, no, no. no He's already not. emailed. No. Okay, good. Brenda says, you're talking about my recipe. I heard that Bradley didn't like pumpkin pie. Just trying to help. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Please. I think it's really good. And I saved the rest of it for my family group that I'm going to be with. So it is. It's just for people that don't like pumpkin pie. It probably yeah, is. Yes, we don't be get me wrong. Thing. It's not that we don't like it. Yeah. 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 So that uh, is Brenda's. And I'll put these up because uh, I'll put this recipe up. If on you like pumpkin page. pie, you will like these bars. And I think the thing about the bars is. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about bars, but there's just something, maybe it's the crust. I don't know. I feel like if you liked pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. you would yeah. like this better than a pumpkin pie. Absolutely. Because and it's I, more interesting than a pumpkin pie. I will say the crust is so easy. Like everything about this recipe is very easy because you don't have to make a crust. It's yeah. quick oats, flour, butter, and brown sugar. And you just can taste press it sugar. in the bottom. You don't have to make a complicated pie crust. Yeah. Which, yeah. And it basically tastes like a crust. Yeah. Uh, and, Brenda, just so you know, I did bake it for longer than you said in the recipe because you said it'll take a little longer. And I didn't know how much longer, so I just did 10 minutes extra. And to prove that I'm a complete fraud, here's my empty plate because I ate all of it. Oh, same. So I'm going same. to eat it. I'm yeah. just saying yeah. it is. Mine is. <laughs> no, again, our yeah. beef was not. It's not that it's with bad. Brenda's, Brenda's recipe. Pumpkin pie. Yeah. Our beef is with pumpkin pie. Yeah.
Absolutely. So I think it's a valiant effort, Brenda, and I'm sure people who love pumpkin pie will be all over these bars. I am For still sure. looking forward to, and Brenda's bars got me closer, the pecan pie that I'm going to be eating mm-hmm. on Thursday uh, with yes. chocolate now, chips. Do you like pecan pie that has like, a, it's like a almost a caramel, it's so thick, or do you like more of a fluffy middle to your pumpkin pie? That's interesting. I want it to be, I don't want it to be like that, like straight up sugar. Okay. I like it to be more, not Probably custardy, fluffier. but maybe yeah. fluffy is the yeah, way to yeah, yeah. describe it. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of caramel in that form where it's really hard yeah. to get away and it yeah. sticks in your teeth. I don't well, like it like that. Like... Oh, kind of squidgy, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. squidgy, squishy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a nougat guy, not a caramel guy. Yeah, so yeah. I definitely like that kind of fluffier yeah. consistency in the middle of a pecan pie. Gotcha. Pecan pie. Is it pecan pie? Pecan pie? Pecan pie. Pecan pie. Pecan. There's so many options here. Well, thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Dawn. Yes, thank you for making that. For going to the trouble of making her recipe. That recipe is available on our website. It will be. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do that. Can you just cut and paste it? I can, but it's a link. No, honey, just put it in the the link at the bottom of the links post. Uh Uh-huh. You can just put it in there. Okay. Don't oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot that you it's can all good. just put text in there. <laughs> and not just links. <laughs> well, links, guess I'm what? Sorry. They're just text. I know. Um, I had a little bit it's of a all good moment there. In the neighborhood. Now, when we come back from now that I am like sugared up, mm-hmm. we have to get smoked up. Oh. We're going to smoke up with Snoop. Actually, we're not smoking anymore. Thanks to Snoop. And we'll tell you what all of that is about when we return right here on. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Uh, this is your place for entertainment for everything Thanksgiving tables as well. <laughs> well, somebody is selling something else and it's going to go like hotcakes. Yeah, and it does not involve pot or marijuana or doobie or Mary Jane or <laughs> Wacky Weed. What's a, What are some other nicknames for um, marijuana? Mary Jane, Wacky Weed, uh, left-handed cigarette. Left-handed my, cigarette. My college teacher used to say that. Have you been smoking left-handed cigarettes? Wow. <laughs> um, Mike, I did not do this correctly, but they're oh, fabulous. Snoop announced last week, right, that he was giving up the smoke. Mm-hmm. Well, today we got, well, I think it was yesterday, but we've gotten the full story about the smoke Snoop is giving up. Let's have a listen. I have an announcement. I'm giving up smoke. I know what you're thinking. Snoop, smoke is kind of your whole thing. But I'm done with it. Done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky icky. I'm going smokeless. (laughs) Solo stove fixed fire. They take out the smoke. Clever. <laughs> Smokeless fire pits, people. I mean, I think that a lot of these are going to sell. This is genius. It is. It, I mean, it's totally genius from a marketing standpoint because they got everybody talking. Yeah. Snoop's giving up smoke. What? And on top of it, I rarely pay attention to what the product is. If there's a celebrity on there and they're talking, yeah. I'm looking at their hair. I'm looking at how... If they're skinnier than I am, I'm looking at, you know, their clothes, and I'm rarely looking at the product. I'm sorry. I just have to say that. So, But I paid attention. I was like, yeah, I do hate smoke in my face whenever you're at a campfire, and you're like, 
I'm sitting in the place where the smoke. Well, and also from just like a marketing standpoint, smoke, smoke, snoop, smoke. It's not like, what is she trying to sell again? Doesn't she like this? Like you just instantly think smoke, snoop, snoop, smoke. So he should have like a line of smoke brisket. He has probably probably does. And some smokeless tobacco. Although don't do that, kids. Um, oral cancer. Uh, what other smoky things could he do? I mean, he has so many things. Smokey Robinson's he... greatest hits. Sure. No. <laughs> Presented by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Smokey and the Bandit redo. Yeah. Um. What is his net worth? That's what, what is Snoop's net worth? Up. I'm sure it's a lot. I mean, this dude is truly a hustler for a modern generation. Um, I think Actually, less than I. Th- Thought if this is right, one fifty. Well, yeah, one hundred and sixty million. I mean, that I'm sure is... it's just going to go up from here. Yeah, with all his friendship with Martha Stewart, and I mean, I know he has cookbooks and everything. I'm going to see his empire and what he has to sell on his shop, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Market. We have apparel, home goods. Let's get into this home goods section here. Did he work on uh, with that on uh, on that with Martha Stewart? Um, I don't know. I think so. I I heard that they collaborated on Snoop the cookbook. Loops? Snoop Loops. Yep, you've got this Snoop Dogg um, from Crook to Cook cookbook. You have a D's Nuts candle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got breakfast. Uh, Broadus Foods. His last name, of course, is Broadus. Broadus Foods Company. Snoop owns Broadus Foods and Master P serves as the brand's chief executive officer. Oh, wow. Broadus Foods houses the Mama Snoop brand, and it already has a host of breakfast items, including syrup, pancake mix, grits, oatmeal. That's according to their website. Okay. God, good for him. Oh, In doggo? That is pot. That's CBD dog treats, I think. No, this, no? <laughs> this is... No? Does he have CBD dog treats? Gin and juice. It's a line of gin. Okay. In doggo. Snoopify app. Snoopify is Snoop Dogg's photo editing app. Okay. That's the thing. Is this for real? I'm sure it is. Okay. Snoopadelic films. Leafs by Snoop. Here's a coffee mug called Coffee and Kush. It has a little place for your joint. Or, no, that's a, I think you can smoke out of this. Oh, it's a coffee mug, and you can smoke a bowl. It has a pipe attached. Functional mug with pipe attached. Mama, Sm- Mama Snoop's maple syrup. Wow. Okay. I mean, that, you wow. could head-to-toe dress yourself in Snoop Dogg wear. Yeah. There's Snoop socks. If you could monetize your brand, what product would you slap your brand on? Uh, probably <clears throat> Mama some... McLean's meatballs. Um, no, probably not. Um, my brand. I don't know. Pasties, something like that. Pasties. Do you mean like the pastry? No. Like the no the for your nipples. pastry pocket. Or you could do pasty pastries. Or pastry pasties. I think we're gonna have to workshop that a little bit. They could be pastries and pasties. So it's problem I w- I'd be concerned with the way they'd keep. Ah, you know, refrigerated, <laughs> no. get some gold belly involved. Until they get on them. your nipples. That's true. Well, then they probably won't be there for very long is what I'm saying. Okay. 
So pastry covers for your nipples. <laughs> Mike, what, what are it's we for slapping? the hungry person in your life. <laughs> oh, God. What are we the slapping? The hungry pervert in your life. Oh, man. What are we slapping your name on, Mike? <laughs> oh, I have uh, no clue. Um, He's going to have a cookbook called The Hungry Pervert. The Hungry Pervert. <laughs> Mike's not I don't a like pervert. that. No. Just kidding. <laughs> um, what would Mike? Mike, you would have like a line of. You could, we could open Mike a barbecue restaurant if you like. Okay. You want to smoke some meats? Yeah, sure. I just had my father-in-law do it all. Yeah. He's great with it. Do you, what about you, Bradley? What do you put your name on? Oh, um, you have a whole line of home. I mean, what are we talking goods. about here? Flour. Yeah, my sourdough, own milk flour. Yeah. Uh, jams and jellies. Pickles, you name it. Let's jam with Bradley. No. <laughs> then you could have a concert. I would want some kind of snack food. Like, you want it to be something people would look forward to, right? Like, you you want your name to be associated with something that people, like, get excited about. Of course. You don't want to do, you know, like, here's my light bulb. Here's my pregnancy test brand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, celebrity pregnancy kits. Uh, evil genius, maybe? maybe? I don't know. All right. From Snoop Dogg to Tyrese Dawn. Oh, boy. He's got some home renos going on. Why is he doing this to someone's Airbnb, though? You're telling me he's renovating somebody's Airbnb? Yes. All right. We'll give it all the details when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. For the foreseeable future, you know, April. I think it could be worse. I don't know. I hope that, yeah. No precipitation, though, which is yeah. nice for travelers. There you I'm go. very happy for that. Thank you. Yes. Thank uh, you, Sky Gods. <laughs> Okay, we have to talk about Tyrese and um, his bad choices he's making. Oh. I mean, uh. so Tyrese Gibson is facing a lawsuit from an L.A. Airbnb homeowner. Her name is Tiffany Webb, and her property manager, who's been speaking for her, Tracy Wolf, told TMZ that Tyrese agreed to pay twenty grand a month for this six-month lease. This is a five-bedroom estate in Woodland Hills. He moved in in February, and then shortly after, he began renovating the home. Wait, he's renovating a rental? Yes, not just any rental, but an Airbnb, which in the rules of all Airbnbs, it says, like, you can't change anything. You know, I mean, I feel like I've yeah, signed something like that. Yeah, you can't even like put up that. a poster, probably. Yeah, it's usually like, hey, make sure don't even move the furniture here. And I'm sure some Airbnbs are different. But in general, if you're going through that company, they're pretty, pretty clear about, like, don't cause any damage to the property. You certainly can't renovate the property. Yeah. You're not the owner. So why can't they just, like, call in the police? Well, that's a good question. Or so, like, you know, somebody with a stern look. <laughs> a stern look. Like, well, you can't do that. Uh, TMZ sent somebody by, um, and they're like, just like filming outside the house to try to get a look at like maybe what's going on in there, but they couldn't really see a lot. And it, who's who's doing the renovations? Because like rule number one, are you the homeowner? No. Right. So this is what um, they say he is accused of in this lawsuit for $25,000 in damages, making excessive alterations to the home. This includes altering electrical panels, adding electrical outlets that weren't up to code, painting a marble fireplace in a shiny gold metallic color, 
Oh, my God. Closing off doors and windows and causing damage to the HVAC units. I would be mortified if I were the homeowner and came in and saw this business. I would not be. I would be like, what the hell is going on? Which is what they did. Somehow they found out, maybe because of the construction noise. Um, So according to the property manager, Tiffany Wolf, Tyrese stopped answering calls, text messages, and emails after being asked to remove the additions. So at first they're like, can you just change this back, please? And what were the stopped, additions? Um, you mean like, adding electrical panels, oh, outlets, yeah. uh, uh, painting okay. the fireplace, closing off doors and windows. This is a clip of him actually showing off some of the alterations. And uh, so he says nothing is attached to the physical property. So here, here's Tyrese. This is the inside. Can you see the light? See the light going through there? Shows you that nothing is actually attached to the physical property. I'm leaving the video, sir. Nothing is attached to the physical property. See the light? Nothing is attached. This is all temporary. My privacy and the safety of my two daughters is everything to me, okay? What? See the light? Everything you can see right through. Nothing is attached, okay? Now, here's the outdoor area. And as you can tell again, this is a bedroom that was in the garage. Here's the couch area that came with the house. And I went and bought this table. Nothing is attached. The carpet is on the ground for this outdoor area. Here's the double doors. Here's the door leading to the kitchen. Nothing is attached. Nothing is attached. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So, okay, so that's interesting. It's like pieces of plywood. He just is covering up windows. Is that what's going on? He says for privacy's sake, he doesn't want people to be able to look into the home. Okay. He also, it seems they're saying that additional destruction includes holes in the wrought iron gate and the stucco exterior. And he also, this is the biggest thing in this that made me go, what? He attempted to have 22 banana trees uprooted from the estate. What? And then tried to hire another company for removal when the gardener refused. Removing banana trees. 22 banana trees. He said, I want these removed. Wow. Yeah, no, you can't do that. I'm so... This should be, this should be obvious. I'm so confused. Like, no one's telling you. So, let's say you don't like the amount of windows in a place and you want things to be private. Choose another home. I was going to say, go find another rental that has the privacy you want. Yeah. They're what? not obligated to give you that privacy just because that's what you want. You're not the homeowner. They are. He's building structures. He's building, like, putting together, it looks like furniture, but... There are there is structural damage. If you are going to why are you painting a marble fireplace gold? Like how does that he goes on and on about like the safety of my children is most important. How is the safety related to a gold fireplace? I also I think that the mistake that. was that they in reading this article it says the homeowner tried to be patient with Tyrese and gave him several months to restore the home. So that yeah. to me would be a red flag. Like you, when somebody does this the first time, you put the hammer down. Yeah. Right. Because well, otherwise, you don't know what they're going to do to your property. Or if you are the person doing the renovations, you got a warning. They didn't immediately just call the cops and have you removed or, you know, or send somebody yeah. over there. 
because you're damaging. I your don't. Home. How does that work? Like, could you just like show up every day? Like, hey, I want to see my house. I think you can. It's I mean, your there, place. he does. You, I, I think you do have an expectation of privacy on a rental property. The only thing that's going to happen is you would have a bad review on Airbnb. Who cares? It's your house. You know what I'm saying? Like when I I'm just have, saying there might be rental, you know, like laws, like you can't as a landlord. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there could be regulations, although this is an Airbnb, which right. I wonder if that's different than like your typical landlord stuff. I think it is. When I, the last time we did an Airbnb, the homeowner came by. Yeah. And we were like, uh-oh, you know, they're outside getting stuff out of their garage. We did hang up like a towel in front of one of the windows because the shade was broken and we didn't want, it was out in the woods and we just have you a creepy privacy. feeling. Well, it was Tyrese. just a towel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we didn't want the, Did they go, somebody to stand out in the me, pitch black. Excuse me, what are you doing black. with the towel? Um, They did not. No. But it was a part of, we just put it in the laundry, so. Yeah, but it it was weird to have like. Is it weird to have the homeowner uh, sleep in the same room? In the same room? <laughs> yeah, that's I happened say to me this, before. It, really, that's no. weird. <laughs> that's a different <laughs> rental situation you've got going on there. When I, I went like, to Florida just, last year, how, I went did. to Florida. You actually, your, your homeowner did sleep with you. She wasn't in the room with me, but she was in the house. Yeah, no, you just rented a room though. I did, yeah. and I thought it was going to be a little bit less intrusive let's say she was so nice though and part of the reason why i chose the place is because she had two super cute dogs like wheezy yeah and i was like i wanted to play with the dogs and she was very nice like we went out to breakfast together every day i was my god you are next level mike i would run the opposite Uh, direction i would not answer the door well when you're in the situation and you can't like you're just a good person that's mm -hmm. all you can just a good person i just didn't want to hurt her feelings you know Because she was so nice, and I don't know. I will say one time, I think we talked about this maybe at some point, but when we rented a place in the Black Hills, it was advertised as a single-family home. Mm. And then when we get there, we realize it's like a split level, and the homeowners live in the top. Yeah. And we were really about to go off, Mm. and then we realized uh, the way the house was set up, it was actually really private, and the homeowners were super hands-off. Yeah. And it actually worked out. Like, it, it it ended up being great. Yeah. So my point is, like, even if it sounds like somebody's going to be on top of you, because literally they lived upstairs and we were in the sort mm-hmm. of downstairs, um, you couldn't tell. Yeah. The only weird thing is that there was a door that connected the two parts of the home that remained locked, but it was still just kind of creepy knowing that they could be on the other side of that door. <laughs> With the glass <laughs> listening. Yeah. Listening to you snore, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we had that happen, uh, but I knew it was going to happen in, in Switzerland. It was so affordable, though. Like, we got a hole downstairs, and the people lived upstairs. They never once, we never saw her. Yeah. Like, literally never saw her, and that's fine. That's great. And, like, this place, it had a separate driveway down to the bo- the bottom. So, mm-hmm. like, you had your, you didn't have to interact at all. Yeah, if you don't plan on having wild sex or something then or maybe you do and that's your thing yeah i mean and like, you have loud. to know when you're the homeowner <laughs> that you're running the risk yeah we Although, were afraid the beagle upstairs would start barking <laughs> loudly because there was a dog okay <laughs> why the dog like the dog's like what's going on down there <laughs> that dog was on alert there were cows in the field across 
The way it was so cute. It was great. <sighs> it's a good story. Are you going on vacation soon? I am. I'm jealous. It's a uh, little bit. That's okay. Getting on an airplane. Yeah. It's not vacation. It's family. Yeah. It's not really the same thing. Yeah, that is. I mean, trust. I'm not complaining. My family lives in a warm climate, so I'm not. True. I'm not complaining, but yes, it is still family. Well, Tyrese, you better get your act together because I don't. I, why isn't he in his home, own home? Maybe there's some renovations going on in his own home, and yeah. so he had to move out maybe for six just, months. Who maybe knows? he just likes to be carefree and not tied down. Okay. Um, but that is sort of lied by the renovations are you doing renovations on a place you're just hanging out in at an airbnb know. no you're not what do you do with your leftovers after the big meal dawn do you have any big plans for leftovers um i in the past when i've had leftovers yes I, there's something in particular that i absolutely love oh good well you're going to tell us about it when we mm-hmm. come back and then dear listeners 651-641-1071 what do you do with turkey day leftovers right here on my talk Bradley and Dawn, my talk 107.1. You guys, do you cook too much for Thanksgiving? And then you're like, what are we going to do with all of this stuff? Sometimes people take it home if you're hosting and that's a good thing. But then you don't want to have all that turkey go to waste. What do you do with your leftovers? 651-641-1071. Bradley. Yeah. When you go, uh, you usually, um, do you do Thanksgiving here ever or do you always I have, go? yeah, but usually, okay, so typically back in the day-day, because I've been in Minnesota for 30 years this year, congratulations. Oh my gosh, wow. Minnesota, you put up with me for 30 years. Holy cow. Um, I'm old. Uh, so I've been here since the age of 18 because I went to college here. So during college years and in my t- most of my 20s, I didn't go home. Mm-hmm. For Thanksgiving, because yeah. that was too expensive to fly home, and I would just fly home uh, for the Christmas holiday. And so typically I was like an orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have family in southern Wisconsin, so I would bebop over there sometimes as well. But typically um, I was, you know, sort of a hanger on at other people's Thanksgiving oh, celebrations. Right. right. Um, I have made myself Thanksgiving dinner, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, when you have leftover turkey, is there something that you do with it? I, first of all, I have leftover turkey almost weekly because yeah, I do. make turkey all the time. Yeah. And I, I mean, you can do anything with it. I, I'll i put it in beans, mm-hmm. like, and make, like, you know, almost like a, a soup. Like oh, bean wow. soup with turkey or chicken. Yeah. Um, Make a sandwich out of it. I mean, really, I'll just pile or I'll just pick at it. Yeah, you know, I don't have like a specific go to, Mm -hmm. I guess. What about you? I mean, a turkey sandwich is so good. I, you know, just some good old fashioned white bread Mm. with some mayonnaise. It Mm. has to be real mayonnaise, not Miracle Whip. I put uh, mayonnaise on one side and then on the other piece of bread. I smear cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah, that's a good. I like cranberry. And then sometimes with turkey. And then sometimes I do try to squeeze some stuffing on there as well, like yeah. sprinkle some stuffing, smash that down, put the turkey with it. And then it's like almost the whole meal. Yeah. Just right there in the sandwich. I um I like to just mess up or uh, make a, you know, just make up a plate. Mike, somebody dropped off the uh, yeah, line. Do you know what they, they were going to say? I did not. Oh. No, I'm not sure. That's a bummer. Call back if you guys want. 651-641-1071. What are you doing with your turkey day leftovers? I mean, I bet there are some real creative ideas. I will say I've done like a hash where you just take like the potatoes and the 
Like if you got Ooh, yeah. root vegetables or something and then you just fry them up with the turkey or oh my put an gosh. egg on top. Oh, that sounds I, good. I just did that this week though because like, so I will do the thing where I'll roast chicken and then I'll put like veggies underneath mm-hmm. and then it just gets, they get all crispy and stuff. And then for leftovers, I'll put those in a cast iron skillet with some, a little bit of oil oh and then they gosh. get all crispy. I saw somebody on uh, Instagram, I think, put mashed potatoes in a waffle maker. Oh yeah, for sure. And I've seen stuffing now too. Okay. Yeah. Where you, you put stuffing on a waffle maker or mashed taters. That sounds so good. I've never had that before. Crispy and crunchy. Doesn't Mm -hmm. sound yummy. Absolutely. We got plenty of people that are uh, getting potted up here on the phone. So we'll have plenty of options for you. Yeah. You could do sort of, you could throw a little bit of mashed potato, a little bit of stuffing, probably and some turkey and some cheese. Stick that under the oh griddle. My gosh. Yeah. Or just make a little Sammy out of that. That's pretty good. Where yeah. are we going first, Mike? Uh, let's start uh, right here. Um, and I forgot their name because I answered the it's call fine. Four, four, four times in a row. So sorry <laughs> about that. My, my fair listener, you are on the air. Don't swear. <laughs> what do you uh, what do you make it with turkey leftovers? Are you talking to me? I oh, am. Yeah. We're Who talking is this? to you. Okay. Well, first of all. This is Brenda. Hi, Brenda. The pumpkin pie squares lady. Hi, pumpkin spice Brenda. (laughs) Hi, guys. No, um, I have enjoyed in the past making a day after um, pumpkin, or not pumpkin, got pumpkin on the brain, (laughs) um, turkey Thanksgiving day pie with with, uh, the turkey and the gravy and the dressing, and then you make a um, type of a crust and put it in. Yeah, so almost like yeah. a, a pot pie. Yeah, it is It is a like a pot pie. Wow. I love that. It, That's a great idea. Yeah, it, it's been very popular when I used to cook for a family. Yeah. But, and, and, and Bradley and Mike, I'm sorry that I wasn't able to persuade you differently. <laughs> Brenda, you, it's you not can, your fault, honey. You did a I great ate it job. All. I ate it all. So, so. You, you can always make more of the topping, you uh-huh. know, and put more of it on and, you know, just have a inch of topping. Oh, yes. Topping yeah, the topping was definitely the go-to. Brenda, thank you yeah. so much, and I wish you and your family a happy yeah, Thanksgiving. happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. I'm making pies right now. Oh, oh great. Yummy. Yeah. They're lucky, that family. Thank you, Brenda. Let's go to Daniel. Is it Daniel who's on the line? Yep. Here you hey, go. hey, Daniel, what are we doing with your Turkey Day leftovers? Well, we really like um, turkey curry, the Japanese-style curry, Ooh. served oh. over rice. That yeah. is really good. Oh, so wow. do you just use like the the roux, the like brick roux <clears throat> right, that you can get? Right. I know you spent time in Japan, Bradley. Yeah. So it's the, it's the style of yeah, the little bricks that you dissolve. Yep. And kind of a a little tip when making turkey curry is not only put in your meat, but if you can first take the carcass, the bones, uh-huh. and make a really good broth mm. and include that in with your turkey curry. Yeah. Good. Wow. That sounds amazing, Daniel. I feel like we all need to come over to your house after Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, you're all invited. Come Friday after the show. All right. Oh, great. Thank you, Daniel, and happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. I like turkey curry. Mm-hmm. Sounds you. like a great idea, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know how to make it, but I've watched a lot of oh, shows. Oh, girls. A lot I'll of bring reality some, Japanese shows where they make Japanese curry. I'll bring you some curry root. You literally, I mean, it is the easiest thing. You, okay. You uh, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Saute up your your uh, veggies and chicken and stuff, and then just plop the the um, the roux cubes in, and then it'll all dissolve, and then Put you've got curry instant, nice. and then you pour it over rice. A Japanese curry, for those of you who don't know, is a very mild curry. It's not. Mm. It's almost like a brown gravy, okay. with a hint of spice. Gotcha. But it's really satisfying and yummy on a warm winter's day. Who else do we have on the line, Mike? We've got Mary. All right, Mary. Gobble, gobble, honey. What are we eating? Uh, The first thing I do is I take the entire carcass and put it in the biggest crock pot I can find, and I make bone broth. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. With that, I debone all the turkey meat, chop that up, separate that into individual freezer bags so I have it moving into the uh, winter. Genius. And I do the same thing with the broth. Yeah. I use the broth a lot to make wild rice from scratch. Oh, yeah. You put it in a corningware dish. Okay. One cup rice, three to four cups of bone broth, 325 in the oven. Oh, hell. Perfect simmer. The most beautiful wild rice you will ever have. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing, Mary. Okay. I, Mary I've Ingles. never... I've never made that with uh, with bone broth before. Do you have you ever made the bone broth in your instant? Do you have an instant pot? I just got one today, honey. So oh, gonna it. it's going to take you two hours instead of like all day. Well, yeah, I, that's fine. I don't mind. What I do is I put it on when I go to bed. Yeah, no, that, okay. that works. But if you ever want to know how to do that in the instant pot, let me know. Otherwise, you're going to have a blast with your instant pot. Enjoy. I will. I do have to clear up one more thing. Yes, silly Donna and Steve. Uh oh. Keep talking about stuffing, why they don't ever eat stuffing. Okay. It's only stuffing, guys, if you stuff the bird. It's dressing. If you dress the bird or it's a side dish, it's dressing. Oh, thank you. Inside the bird, it's not stuffing. We will pass that along, Mary. Please. Thank you so much for (laughs) not only suggestions, but tips. We got tips for Mary. That's right. Stuffing. Donna and Steve, stop getting stuffed and start getting dressed. Let's go to Patrice. Is it Patrice? Yes, it's Patrice, Nordic Food Geek. How oh, my God, Patrice. <laughs> yes, what are what you a, doing with your a, leftovers? What a delight to hear your voice. Happy holidays. What do you got for us? Oh, thank you. Okay, so first of all, I love stuffing waffles or dressing waffles. Oh, good. So you just put, because I love the carbs. Yeah, oh, So you obviously. just put the, the stuffing and the dressing in the waffle iron. Close the lid, heat it up. It gets nice and crispy on the outside, but still nice and a good texture on the inside. Yeah. And then my other two, there's my go-to with any leftovers, when in doubt, put it in a taco or put it on a pizza. Oh, I love it. Good idea. And speaking of pizzas on your Instagram, I just saw some pizzas. Were you doing a class? I was. And if you guys ever want banan curry or kebab pizza, Mm-hmm. I will bring it to you on one of your Fridays. Oh, my God. Oh my you gosh. know we would never say no, Patrice. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so let's make that happen okay. for sure. We'll Absolutely. line it up. Patrice, thank All you right. so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, too. Bye. All right. And uh, her book, by the way, Patrice Johnson, Land of 10,000 Plates. Cool. I think that's all we got through all the calls. Oh, my gosh, we did. I'm yeah. so proud of us. Uh, Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Mike, Thank good you. job. That's yeah, hard awesome. to field a bunch of calls. Mike, at once. do you have any uh, leftover suggestiones? I'm with Don. Just a, a good sandwich. The key is you, of course, want to take another piece of white bread, soak it in the gravy, and put oh. it in the middle. That is what they call a moist maker. A moist maker. Ew! What show is that from? That's Friends. Friends. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's a cute idea. I, I don't think I saw that. Up, Just or... don't steal it from Ross, or else you're in big trouble. Okay. 
Okay. The, the moist, moist maker. maker? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't, I'm so not creative when it comes to leftovers, mostly because I'm not around to deal with many leftovers. Yeah. Because I'm usually like heading out and bye. Right, right. But bring some Tupperware, bring an old butter I dish. I ain't bringing that on the plane. Okay. And end up spilling out my carry <laughs> on. Eat it and on the plane. Like, What's going on? Yeah, and everybody wants to smell that when you crack it open at thirty thousand feet. All right, yeah. Dawn, Mike, we've still got a whole hour of show left, and especially uh, on the other side of this, you want to listen. We've got Cat Perkins joining us yes. for a special event she's doing later this week.